You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela setters Massard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, 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 everybody. What's up? It's A to the N to the G, your shameless host. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. I hope that you are enjoying this content that we keep talking about every week, and I hope that you're sharing it with your friends and family, with your kids, with your coworkers. Let's just talk about a little housekeeping. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, please do it today. Tell all your friends and family about your credit today. Okay, let's get into our show today. What we're going to be talking about is credit cards. And why credit cards are necessary to have a really high FICO score. I get clients that call me all of the time that are coming from different countries, people that are just coming back from a bankruptcy, young adults that have been going through college and have been living off their parents and unfortunately never developed a relationship with a bank or had a credit card, didn't really know what a FICO score was, etc. And they had no idea that using a credit card was ultra important for their FICO score. Incidentally, I talk to a lot of multimillionaires, very wealthy clients that are against using credit cards. They want to use cash. But what happens is, is now they want to become, let's say, a real estate investor. And unfortunately, all banks and financial institutions require that you have a credit history and a really good FICO score in order for them to approve you for the best rates that are out there. So we get a lot of questions about what are the best credit cards to have, and we'll get get into that in another show. But today, what I wanted to talk about is why it's really important to use your credit cards a specific way. Some people ask me, if I pay my credit card in full every month, will my FICO score increase? And listen, friends, I wish that was so, but it's really not. Credit card companies expect you to pay interest on your account at least two two to three times a year. Now, don't shoot the messenger. We got to think about it this way. You know, people will say, well, why? Why do I have to pay interest to the bank? It, here's the here's the, the the easy answer, because credit card companies are in the business of making money, right? And if you're not paying enough interest on a yearly basis, you're not a good risk to them. Okay, you got to think about it this way. Kevin, if I was going to lend you $10,000 and, you know, I was going to expect you to pay it back as a friend, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give you $10,000. I'm not going to charge you any interest. But as a bank or someone that I don't know, I would expect to have interest back on the money that I'm allowing you to utilize. So you have to understand that all of the banks and financial institutions, their number one reason for lending money is to make money. And the only way that they can do that with you is by you paying interest on your credit card. Now, again, you only have to do this two to three times a year. And there's a really, really simple way to do this. This is the way that I do it. So let's say that you have that $10,000 limit credit card. So what you're going to do is you're going to go out, let's say, and spend $100. When the bill comes in, you'll pay 80% of the bill 
you'll leave 20% to revolve and pay interest the following month. The cool thing about what I just said is those of you that are worried about paying a lot of money in interest is that the, the, uh, the, the way that I just told you to do it right now is a very simple and inexpensive way to do it. What's it going to cost me? Maybe $2 to use $100 when the bill comes in. Once again, what did I say? You pay 80% of the bill, you leave 20% to pay off the following month and pay interest with that. Because paying off your credit card is actually a good habit, but when it comes to your FICO score, a good habit is considered to have a revolving balance once in a while. The FICO score is always looking for balance as we've talked about in the past. And this is also important to know and understand that you need to have more than one credit card. You need to have at least two credit cards. And we've talked about this in the past, that there are two different types of credit cards. You have revolving credit cards and you have installment credit cards. American Express would be one of those that would be considered an installment card. And why is that? Because whatever you spend, it's due and payable at the end of the month. You're not paying really any interest on that particular credit card. What you're doing is you're paying club fees. So with American Express, with the sign and travel and the installment credit card program, what's happening is, is that you're paying a club fee on a yearly basis to have that credit card. And obviously American Express is making a ton of money off retailers. Wherever you use that credit card, that's where they're actually making the money. So, you know, the most cost-effective way to have a high FICO score and utilize your credit cards the right way that I'm telling you to by using a little interest is to have a plan. Because friends, we've talked about this before and in the past, if you don't have a plan, then you're planning to fail. So if you want to get those two months of using interest over and done with, I usually do it at the beginning of the year. Obviously, the end of the year, we may be using our credit cards to, you know, plan for something in business. We may be doing some improvements to our home. We may be buying some special gifts. We may be planning for a trip, anything like that. But at the beginning of the year, once we pay those credit cards down or off, we can start this new regimen of making sure that we pay some interest and do it very wisely and not spending a lot of money so that when we do have to pay that interest, it's not a huge, huge bill. You know, um, I have a credit card and I use it. And let me tell you, friends, one time I got the bill and I looked at the statement and I saw that my interest rate had increased. And I was really super upset about that because I'd had the credit card for 20 years. I had never noticed that they increased the rate until I looked at the bill. Unfortunately, I looked at it like three billing cycles after they had already increased my rate and they increased it for no good reason. So what did I do? I always talk to you guys about this, friends, that you have a relationship with these banks and these financial institutions and they do want to be of service because they want to earn your business. They want to keep you as a customer, specifically if you're using their credit card and you're doing what I just said, which is paying them a little interest. So if you find that the interest rate has increased, go ahead and pick up the phone and call that bank and say, listen, 
I just noticed on my statement that my inc- my interest rate has increased. I'm really not sure why that happened, but I'd really appreciate it if you'd put it back down to where it was in my particular case 90 days ago. Now, the first person that I spoke to being a customer service representative who in a lot of cases, just so you know, friends, doesn't have the ability to make that decision said no. So what did I do? Because I just don't give up and in all things we need to have persistence as I asked to speak to her supervisor. When her supervisor got on the phone, I explained to her a couple of things. I said, listen, I'm a really good credit card user. Okay. I pay interest on my account at least three times a year. And I've been a customer for the last 20 years. You guys increased my interest rate without me knowing because my fault, I didn't look at the the statement because my accountant was paying my bills or my bookkeeper was paying my bills. And now I'm looking at it and I'm seeing that the interest rate has increased. And I really want my interest rate to go back to where it was 90 days ago. But because I explained it that way, She was willing to cut my interest rate, and she was also willing to give me a program where if I spent so much money, they would give me so many miles back on my credit card. So it was totally, totally awesome. So again, you've got to lean on your relationships. And once again, you have to use your credit card. So let's also talk about utilization factor and with your credit cards, why it's so important to actually use your credit cards. One of the things is, is that the banks and financial institutions a few years back when we had the real estate uh, downturn and a lot of people were losing their jobs, what was happening is, is that people were going into their arsenal and they were pulling out their credit cards that they had for a rainy day and they were living on those credit cards. So unfortunately, a lot of those people, because they couldn't come back from incurring that kind of debt, had to file bankruptcy or do something to that magnitude. And so the banks and the financial institutions said, hey, you know what? We need to ward against people that have credit cards for a really long time and actually don't use them. And why is that? Because it's a huge risk factor for a bank. It's a huge risk for a bank to allow you, a consumer, to have access to a $40,000 line of credit that you're never, ever using. And then all of a sudden you have an emergency you use the whole thing and then you don't have the means to pay it back. So a lot of the banks were really concerned about that going on and they said, okay, we need to have a new trigger. And what is that trigger? They wanted to have something instilled where if someone does not use their credit card at least once every 90 days, that particular credit card is actually hurting you instead of helping you. Again, this is a part of the utilization factoring that goes into the FICO analytics and it helps you to gain that really good FICO score. So talking about credit cards, if you have a lot of credit cards and there's some of them that you don't use, what you need to do is sit down, look at the different credit cards that you have, understand which ones you really want to keep and which ones you don't need any longer. Okay. And what you need to do is the ones that you don't need any longer, you can cancel and get rid of, but hang on. 
Let me just tell you something, okay? Listen to the sound of my voice. The only time that you want to cancel a credit card is making sure that you have no compelling events that are coming up. You're not buying a car. You're not getting a loan. You're not buying a house. You're not going to use your credit card. And why is that? In our past shows, we've talked about this. When you cancel a credit card or when you get a new credit card, it negatively affects your FICO score for up to 90 days. So you've got a plan to do this. But anyways, so let's say that you've looked at your credit cards, you've got nine of them, and you've decided, you know what, these four credit cards that I've had, maybe one is a Home Depot that I never use, okay? Go ahead and get rid of those credit cards that you're not utilizing, because what's happening is, is that they're actually negatively affecting your credit history because you're not using them instead of helping your credit history. And focus on the five that you actually want and want to use. So If you're looking at your credit history and you notice that your FICO score is a little bit lower than it should be, and you have three credit cards that you've had for a really long time, and let's say you haven't used them for a year or two years, really quick fix in increasing your FICO score is to make a small purchase with those particular credit cards. The utilization factor will kick in and your FICO score will increase. So really, really important information. Now, again, I am not a big fan of having a ton of credit cards. What I'm a big fan of is making things stupid simple. So if you can have three or five credit cards and they're at sizable limits, okay, things that you can manage, good. If you don't trust yourself with credit cards, you shouldn't have more than two. Okay, it's got to be about management and you've got to have conversations with yourself in the mirror. You know, the other day I'm talking to myself about my diet. You know, I was going out to breakfast with my family and we were going to my most favorite place that has the best muffins in the whole entire world. And I looked at myself in the mirror as I'm driving and I said, Angela, is that muffin worth you sabotaging your weight loss? And I said, Absolutely not to myself. And I said, then no muffin. So as soon as I got into the restaurant, there's my whole family. They're sitting there with these delicious muffins and I'm just smelling them and I'm saying to myself, you know what? You're going to kick the habit and you are not going to have a muffin. And you know what, friends? I succeeded. I did not have that muffin. I walked out of that restaurant, no muffin, and I ate the right meal. And what I'm saying to you, friends, is, is that if you have a problem with credit cards, you've got to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you, You've got to control your spending because what we want to do is we want to remember that we don't want to just think about today. We want to think about 20 years down the road. And specifically, like we talked about in our past show about holiday shopping, it's really important not to spend so much money right now that's going to take you a year or two years to pay off. Be really smart about your spending. When you have a credit card that's worth $10,000, that doesn't mean that you have $10,000 cash in the bank. These are called leverage. Credit cards are leverage. So you must have a plan of action. If you want to go and buy that purse and you really feel like you deserve it, then make a plan. You know what? I'm going to buy this purse, but I'm going to pay it off in four to six months. Okay, friends, so really important not to get in trouble with credit card debt, not to get in trouble with credit cards, to have a plan. Don't just go willy-nilly when you walk into a store. I've heard 
so many different stories about people that have walked into stores and they're making a purchase. And the uh, the sales associate says, hey, if you sign up for our credit card today, we're going to give you 10% off. Well, when you really think about what that 10% equals, it's not worth it. Specifically, a lot of times with the retail organizations, you don't need retail cards because typically the interest rates on retail cards are super duper duper high. So really important friends, like I said, when you're thinking about credit cards and how they actually help build your credit history, help build that strong foundation. It's really important. A couple of things that we talked about, let's just recap. Number one, you have to pay interest to your credit card companies, okay? You need to pay interest at least two to three times a year. However you fit that in, make it happen, Captain. The other thing that you need to remember is being really careful about canceling credit cards, okay? If you're going to be in the middle of a purchase, if you're going to get a new car, you're doing anything with your credit and you're canceling credit cards, remember that it's going to affect you negatively for 90 days. When you get a new credit card, okay, same effect. Anytime you get a new credit card or you close a credit card, or let's even say you get a new car and the old lease is gone, it definitely affects your credit history for 90 days. Why is that? Once again, because the FICO score is always looking for balance. And you got to look at it like this. I'll give you a visual. Anybody know that that game called Jenga? You know, you're just putting the blocks on top of each other. Well, what would happen if you pulled one out in the middle? Well, most of the time, the blocks just all fall down. Well, that's called balance. And what happens is, is that if you take something away from the equation that you've built up, then it's going to negatively impact or affect your FICO score until things balance themselves out. And that balancing act, friends, takes at least 90 days. So again, really important on how you actually use your credit cards. The last thing I want to recap is understanding the difference between an installment credit card or a charge card and actually a revolving credit card. Once again, really important to know and understand that American Express was one of the ones that I gave you as an example of an installment card. What happens with that particular card is you use it and the bill is due at the end of the month. A revolving credit card has more impact on your FICO score in a good way. This is the way that the banks and financial institutions have an understanding of how you leverage your cash position. Because you can revolve a balance and because with a revolving credit card, what happens is, is when you use it and let's say, let's say you go out and you make a big purchase and you decide, you know what, I'm going to take a year to pay this off, but you take that year to pay it off and you don't use the credit card while you're paying off that purchase. What did I say? I say that that's going to negatively affect your credit history because why? Utilization factor. Okay, the banks and financial institutions want to make sure that you're actually using that credit card once every 90 days. And the last thing that I'll say is, you know, friends, make things stupid, stupid, simple. Don't have a ton of credit cards because it's easy to mismanage that. It's much easier to have something controlled and concise. If you're good with having 10 credit cards and you can control it, baby, have at it. But most people need to have it stupid simple where you have anywhere between three to five credit cards. You're utilizing them right. You're paying interest to them and you're creating longevity because the longer you have a credit card, the better 
your FICO score is. Now, one more thing that I want to talk about with respect to credit cards is a lot of people ask me about secured credit cards and do those have the same effect on my FICO score as an unsecured credit card? And the answer is yes, absolutely. They have the same effect. You just have to use them the same way that you would use an unsecured credit line. The cool thing also about building credit, and let's say you're coming back from a bankruptcy and the only credit cards that you have access to is getting a secured credit card, use that 80-20 rule that I just talked about for the first six months of that card. And then after six months, go back to the bank and say, hey, you know what? I've been a good girl and boy. Would you consider making this particular credit card an unsecured line of credit or an unsecured credit card? And most of the time, these banks and financial institutions want to do that for you. Sometimes what they'll do is they'll give you half your money back and keep half, but they'll also give you a credit line increase. So So really, really important to start somewhere. Again, you at least need to have two to three credit cards. And a lot of the banks and the financial institutions, specifically right now, to get the really good interest rates, they're looking for you to have that many trade lines. Okay, so you can't really get a good loan unless you have those two to three trade lines. And unless you've had that history for more than six to 12 months. I hope that this information has been great to you. If you have any questions, please feel free to email us at customerservice at conquercredit.com. Once again, my name is Angela. It's been a pleasure and I'm out.